The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we expend negative energy towards others and the world around us, we push ourselves further away from our own success. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts with your host, Richard Levy. Our show provides a positive blueprint to what you could be doing in order to bring more success to your life. Now, here is Richard Levy. Greetings, dear listeners of Wealthy Thoughts. This is Richard Levy in Chicago, the Windy City. We'll spend the next hour discovering how your thoughts and actions can take you to the next level in life and beyond. Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest takes women hiking through the Rocky Mountains, men and women on off-road biking through the Florida Everglades, coaches nutrition, wellness, yoga, kiteboarding, and paddleboarding. She offers life success coaching and psychotherapy anywhere in the world, all with one goal in mind, inspiring and empowering you to fulfill your dreams, life, and passion. As a psychotherapist, licensed mental health counselor, licensed professional counselor, registered yoga teacher, and wilderness first responder, and sole business owner of WellFit Institute, Jill Wheeler brings women from whatever challenges they may be experiencing to a feeling of empowerment, to a feeling of, I can do anything. Jill has led groups in Mexico, Costa Rica, Colorado, and North Carolina. Why? She sees nature as a great teacher. It heals, is uncertain, and is real. Her message to you, aspire to be yourself. Invest in yourself and grow your life. What energizes Jill to motivate others to exceed their self-imposed limitations and succeed in life? Let's find out as we warmly welcome Jill Wheeler to Wealthy Thoughts. Hi, Jill. How are you? Hi, Richard. I'm great. How are you? (laughs) I'm fine. I love to hear your energy. And the dynamic in your voice. Jill, you are one active woman. Before we get into talking about Jill, would you tell our audience in the United States and around the world, what are uh, kiteboarding and paddleboarding, please? Okay, so you're asking what they actually are? Yes. Okay, so kiteboarding is a newer sport. It's been around, I don't know, maybe 10 years really um, as effectively as it is now. Um, People used to dabble with um, very ineffective gear a little bit longer. But what it is, it's similar to windsurfing in that you're using, you're harnessing the power of the wind 
But instead of being attached to the board or holding onto the board with your hands, you're actually attached with an anchor to a kite way above your head. So anywhere from um, 30 meters of length of a line, you've got a kite above you, and you're harnessing the power of the wind to generate power, and you ride on a board. So it could be a straight board, kind of like a snowboard. It looks like a wakeboard uh-huh. or a snowboard, or it can actually be a surfboard. And people do it in flat water and big waves as well. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to connect that to motivation and being inspired and empowered in just a moment. Jill, academically, you've done very well. What are your undergraduate and graduate degrees in, please? My undergrad is in um, psychology as well as my graduate degree. Um, My undergrad was um, a unique blend of um, traditional psychology and human development and the use of wilderness for therapeutic purposes. So I did um, two years at an experiential-based undergrad where we really applied leadership principles and the power of outdoors, challenge by choice, and recreation for the use of facilitating um, therapeutic and transformational growth and change. And then my graduate degree, I went back to a more traditional setting for my graduate degree and got a straight-up counseling psychology degree, and I did um, my internship work at a university and also at a shelter for domestic violence. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, connect the dots there with her undergraduate degree, a lot of training, education in the wilderness in terms of inspiring, empowering people. And Jill has worked with women who have been in shelters who've gone through abuse in their lives. Keep that in mind as we proceed in the program today. I think you'll be impressed. Jill, your parents wanted you, I believe, to get a job as a doctor or as a lawyer instead of venturing out west, mountaineering in Arizona, California, and Colorado. How did you juggle their wishes, preferences, with your own desires, please? Well, that's a great question, and it was tough. Um, I I grew up very close with my family. We're from New England. So California, especially Northern California, was a very different um, place geographically, obviously, as well as um, ideologically, um, I moved after leaving Maine from the college. I transferred out to Arizona knowing that I wanted to climb. They were not uh, happy about this, but I just knew that was going to be where I was going to come alive. And I didn't have a blueprint, so to speak. I just really, even at that age of, say, 2021, 20, I was feeling if I loved doing what I did in every moment, it was going to lead up to a life a fulfilled life and a life that was passionate and connected and full of purpose. So I went out and made it my mission to learn how to climb, and I loved it. I loved it not only for the sheer adventure and the sport, but for how it created a sense of confidence and empowerment. So my parents didn't really understand that. I didn't talk about it, so you asked how I dealt with it. How I really dealt with it was I just didn't talk about it with my parents for I just knew that was the topic that we didn't talk about when I came home. And I still came home a lot. I wasn't one of those kids 
went off to college and didn't come and visit. I came home for every major holiday. Um, and I have to say, they didn't completely disagree with it. I remember, I still have the picture, and I know what I looked like when they bought me my first climbing rope for Christmas. And I felt like, I still have that rope. I actually still have that rope. It was probably 16 years ago, and it was when I finally realized that they were accepting this choice that I made. So, actually, more was more like 17 years ago, maybe even more like 18 years ago, really. No, it was 18 years ago. And um, so it was that they, they didn't, it wasn't their first choice, but they weren't going to disown me over it. But uh, <laughs> during college, it was after college where they really realized I wasn't slowing down, but I was getting more and more vigorous with my climbing and my long expeditions mm-hmm. that they were uh, concerned. They felt like it was very selfish and dangerous, and they didn't understand, you know, how um, technically skilled I was and that I really surrounded myself with a great deal of um, intelligent and solid rock climbing partners. I was not a daredevil by any means. I mean, I, I took a lot of healthy risks and really adventurous, challenging things, but um, to them it was just all like this danger, daredevil type of stuff. And okay. over time, they, you know, they had to just really accept that I had some wisdom around it and trust. All right. I admire your confidence and following your passion. Ladies and gentlemen, we talk about this a lot on Wealthy Thoughts. There's selfishness, and there's selfishness in terms of take following your passion, following your own uh, drum, beat of your own drum, and becoming very successful. And you're going to hear how Jill has adapted this, and she followed through, and she was not looking for approval, although we're going to talk about that subject of approval from her parents a little bit later. Jill, you are a practicing psychotherapist. What is the connection between psychotherapy and climbing mountains, hiking, biking, paddleboarding, and yoga? Great question. Well, I, I was very influenced in my undergrad. I was uh, 21 years old. And I took a course. It was a month-long block. And what I loved about my school is it had a quarter and a block system. So you could do, you know, the, the psychotherapy, the human development, the English courses, the, the longer-term academics for the quarter courses. And then during the break, during the block, I should say, which was a month intensive, you could really immerse in some unique experiences. So I took a month-long trip on the Rio Grande, and the, the, uh, one of the books we read was of this leadership program, Outdoor Leadership Intensive, was The Conscious Use of Metaphor. And mm-hmm. it just completely hit home for me in, the, in connecting the therapeutic, ther- connecting therapeutically the adventure experience or the leadership or the challenge experience with everyday life. And we talked a lot about isomorphic metaphors, isomorphic meaning the same shape. That's what iso means, iso, same, morphic shape, form. Mm-hmm. So basically these outdoor experiences may seem totally out there and different, but they, all the basic human responses and reactions come up, and they really prepare you for future challenges in life. Okay, and you certainly are prepared. Before we talk about your successful well. Fit Institute, you went out west and you became interested in rock climbing. Would you tell us briefly what was behind this passion for rock climbing out in the western United States, please? 
Okay. Well, when I first went out west, I visited as a youth, as a child, but we really did the coastal part of California. And I had no idea when I finally went out for a study um, intensive from Maine, I was studying ecology. We went out to California, and I saw snow-covered mountains for the first time, and I was blown away that I had no idea, having grown up on a boat on the East Coast, that that even existed in our country and how accessible it was. And I was so hooked. And I didn't really want to go back to Maine, where it was really cold. And I, I have to say, my first introduction to rock climbing or the knowledge of rock climbing was this really cute guy. <laughs> as embarrassing as that is, I thought, oh, he's really cool, and I really like him, and he really likes rock climbing. What is that all about? And that was an impetus, because he was a great guy. He was an educator. He was intelligent. He was creative. He was just uh-huh. such an adventurer. So that piqued my interest. And once I learned more about the fact of of Arizona and how warm it was, and uh, um, I love heights. I just love that perspective. I, I'm not afraid of heights at all. So it just appealed to me, and I did everything in my power to make it happen. The minute I moved to Arizona, I was just driven huh. to get to the rock. <laughs> well, there's no middle ground, is there, in rock climbing? In other words, uh, you can't be, you've got to either be successful and good or you're going to fall down and get hurt. Isn't that um, a great metaphor for life, business, and relationships? Jill, we're getting ready to go to break. If you can give me a brief answer or response to that, what do you think? Yes, um, we have the saying as rock climbers that um, the next thing after mediocrity is the ground. So there's, it's, there's a high alert, high alert and attention and intention, including every movement, every micro movement, every fiber comes alive to create this relationship between yourself and the rock and your partner and yourself. And it's wow. just a magical uh, uh, experience. And this is what, ladies and gentlemen, Jill will talk about later in the program as she takes groups out to the Western U.S. or anywhere in the world in nature on how she connects the experience of climbing, hiking, paddleboarding, uh, yoga with feeling empowered, feeling powerful, and following your passion. We're going to talk more uh, about Jill Wheeler and her personal life at home when we come back in just a moment. This is fantastic. Jill, thank you for spending time with us today. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend Jill Wheeler, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy, and we're speaking with Jill Wheeler. And Jill is a psychotherapist, and she connects her psychotherapy, her empowerment of women with nature. And you're going to hear more about that Today, in fact, you're going to find out how you can travel with Jill and really exceed all your limitations and reach all the goals that you have in mind. As we get to know Jill, uh, Jill, are you married and do you have children? Yes, I have two little girls and a husband. Okay, very good. And are you, you clearly you're a dedicated mother and wife, however, are you the typical stay-at-home mom? I'm not the typical stay-at-home mom. Um, it's hard to get me to stay at home very much. <laughs> we're, we're on the go quite a bit, and a lot of times my daughters do come, and we travel quite a bit. And um, and I also, they, they know that I work uh, a lot, and so we work around um, all of our schedules. We juggle quite a bit. Well, that's a great example, in my opinion, that is, for your children to see mom is successful. And guess what? Mom has a life also. And mom is still loving and mom can give and share. And in my opinion, it's a very healthy example. Jill, you're very goal-oriented, obviously. You're focused on solution, on details, and these are admirable qualities of a successful entrepreneur. And I, I congratulate you. And a lot of people admire you for this drive. Your mom was and is a loving, encouraging, positive part of your life. Is that correct? Yes. My mother is amazing. She's, in, all, in many ways, she was the opposite. She is the opposite of me. Um, but I've learned a great deal from her, and I admire her very much. Well, we salute your mother, and I, your voice changed, and you'll, uh, you'll notice that when you listen to the program uh, with passion and love. However, Jill, I think our audience might find a brief background about your dad and your relationship with him of interest because a lot of people, Jill, can relate and will be interested to see how you coped and dealt with your father. An imperfect human being like all of us, but let's talk about it. First of all, was your dad a motivated, successful, wealthy example for you? Yes, he was definitely. Um, my dad was a self-made man, and 
or is a self-made man, hardworking. He, before, of course, I was ever born as a child, uh, he worked very hard in the family business. And by the time he was 18, he owned his own businesses, multiple businesses, and was super successful financially. Okay, very, and we compliment him for that, and that's uh, no part of that you picked up. You have to by osmosis, and that's a very positive atmosphere. Let's shift a little bit. Was he the type of father that hugged you, that appreciated you, that validated you, that complimented you, that praised you, Jill? Uh, no, he was not. He, My dad was in, I guess I should say is, um, he he was a man about himself and his own directive. Um, and I, I, he was there, he was present, but there wasn't a whole lot of affection. And I felt a lot of times that, um, there were, he, what I did love about him is he really wanted something better for us academically, but, but neither of my parents went to college. And so it was an expectation always that we were going to go to college. There was no, you know, consideration. It was no um, choice, really. And it was just an expectation growing up. And he worked very hard to provide for us financially and materially. But there was something that I was missing, and I guess that would be validation and a sense of connection, personal connection. Fair enough. And you've worked with enough women in, from varied backgrounds. You know that's not unique. Not something that we prefer, but it does happen, and we need to learn to welcome and embrace the type of person he is. It may not be our desire. How do you feel about how he treats you or treats you and how he's living his life, briefly? Well, I think what I've really struggled with over years, and I have a twin sister, and we've come at it at different angles, is um, I, I was told a lot of times, growing up that I was just, quote-unquote, just like my father. And to me, that felt like um, a criticism or that that was something that I didn't like. Um, from my mother, when she was mad at me, she'd say that. And and that was almost like an insult because, oh, you're just like your father, so selfish, and only do what you want to do. And that came up a lot when I was rock climbing and just living the way I wanted to live and finding that sense of accomplishment through that passion. And, um, you know, my dad, I felt like it didn't matter what I did. It was never really going to be good enough. And, and he really wanted me to do well. It wasn't like he thought I was struggling and I, I wasn't, it was just sort of like, what else could you be doing? That would be more, um, professional or more successful financially. And that's really what it was is, you know, your value was based on your dollar sign. Okay. Do you see any connection, Jill, between his lifestyle of the past and with your motiva- motivation to succeed, to be physically fit? Or does this could it perhaps have led to your drive to empower women, especially women who come from challenged backgrounds? Well, I guess I don't know how to say this, except what I've come to realize over time is my parents are a very traditional example. In a lot of ways, they've done so many things right. Um, you know, they're still married after 47 years. Um, but I had a lot of judgment and criticism towards my dad because he retired very young. 
And I feel like I'm never going to retire. And I don't know if that's a driving force because I saw my dad go from very successful to basically hanging out. And I never understood that. And I understand he started working very young, but I sort of felt like he gave up. And um, I wish I saw him as more passionate. Um, he does play golf every day, but I don't see very passion. I see a very um, almost like a resigned sort of existence. And my mother... Um, really lived her life for him and and us and didn't really start living her life until we went off to college. And I remember thinking to myself when I was little, or even growing up as a young woman, I'm never going to live like that. I'm never going to live for, you know, somebody else and the existence of um, what somebody else wants or desires or needs. So without you know, they, they were really, both of them were, and, and not just my mother, were about go Get a, get a good degree, be able to support yourself. Super okay. encouraging in that way. That's very positive. And what led, do you believe, or did part of this family experience lead you to want to help women leave, live empowered lives? The, there was a sense of disempowerment that I felt growing up. I didn't feel like I belonged a lot of times in my family Um and that it, I didn't really connect. I felt lonely a lot. And um, it wasn't until I started getting out in nature and connecting with other outdoor, outdoorsy people that I really found my tribe, so to speak. I often felt like, even though I have a twin sister, that I was the ugly duckling. And they all got along and I didn't. And part of it was my family just didn't process things in a deep way, in a deep um conscious and psychological way where I was always a deep thinker and I always wanted to have these conversations, but I was really not encouraged. So I actually asked to start seeing a therapist when I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that this was a path I wanted more um, spirituality and connection and understanding. And I had a boyfriend at a very, very young age and they did not approve of that. And it was against the grain, and it was not very um, accepted. And my sister didn't accept it. My parents didn't accept it. So I was, again, kind of this rebel child. Or So I, I didn't really feel like I was, but in my family system I was. So it felt, I felt very lonely and very disempowered. And uh, so from that young age, when I started speaking with someone at 14, and they were, I feel very fortunate that they gave, they allocated those financial resources for me to do so, I really realized at that point, I hope to be that woman that helped me at that age. And a large part of my practice is girls that age between 14 and 19 years years old. Wow, that's fascinating. When you were out, first of all, we congratulate you for being so honest and figuring out what you wanted in life. When you're out west climbing a lot of and rock climbing, your identity was intertwined with climbing other pursuits, and you were more concerned, if you understood you, with what you did good than if you were good. Uh, in other words, your climbing became your identity. The more you were praised and accomplished, the happier you were until what happened? Yes, I went through a, um, a, a, a lot of 
passion and excitement mixed completely in with my identity. So instead of just loving to climb, it was who I was. I was a climber. I wasn't someone who went out rock climbing. It was what I, I just lived for. And I also surfed a lot at that point, too. Um, but I wasn't in balance, and I wasn't cross-training as now um, I'm 40 years old. I understand about cross-training. I would just go out there, you know, maybe do 100 push pull-ups a day, tweak wow. my tendons, and then go out and climb all day the next day. I was starting to get injuries. And then I realized, wow, I can't define myself as a climber. I'm not climbing as well or as hard as I used to. And it really set me back. I mean, psychologically, I was really depressed and not sure, um, you know, about who I was if that wasn't what I could identify myself with. So it really... What you're going to hear, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear Jill's voice change as she talks about when she started to feel down herself. When we come back from a break, she's going to share with you a an affirmation, a metaphor that you're going to want to repeat yourself over and over that empowered Jill to victory. And then we're going to talk about Jill taking people out into nature and helping them feel their strength, their power, their ability to have whatever they want in life. Thank you, Jill, for being such an honest and courageous woman. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Jill Wheeler. We'll be right back after the break. Stay with us. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to one 346-9141. That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send us an email, the address is wealthythoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. And our dear guest today is Jill Wheeler. 
entrepreneur and owner of WellFit Institute. And we're going to give you the website information and our email so you can get more information about WellFit. You were talking before we went to the break, Jill, about rock climbing out west and looking for praise and not beating yourself up. And there is an affirmation that you came across that seemed to change your life, empower you. Would you share this affirmation with our audience and tell or share with them what that means to you, please? Absolutely. I would love to. I say this still almost every single day. I discovered it about 16 years ago or more. Um, Just as a solid rock is unshaken by the wind, so are the wise unshaken by praise nor blame. So that's from the Dhammapada, which is uh, the Buddhist teachings. And they're really simple. What I love about the Buddhist teachings is a lot of them are based on simple metaphors in nature. So I connected with that. And, of course, the rock analogy really resonated with me, having Mm -hmm. been so solid with rock climbing and loving that. But it just made me realize that it was just basic humility, equanimity. It's really the teaching of equanimity, the balance of not needing the high and not needing the lows. And I realized over time how exhausting that was. And not that I climbed to get praise. I didn't climb to get praise, but it become it became part of this um, reinforcement. You know, some days I would realize I was out climbing and doing really hard things and hating it, actually being really scared, but knowing at the end of the day when I'd be able to tell everybody what I you know, nailed that day, basically what I pulled down and how hard I shredded, I knew I would get that, uh, that external reinforcement and it would make it all worth it. What I also realized is I was really exhausted. <laughs> it was really tiring. <laughs> it was tiring to constantly be doing these terrifying things and I would be a joke. My father, I would call home and my father would say for many years, not, hey, honey, where, how are you? I would call home for about seven years. It was, where are you? Not, hi, how are you? Where are you? And I realized all this going, going, going was exhausting. And as exciting as it was, I needed more balance. And yet with the balance, there was no blame either. So I stopped beating myself up. So even though I was losing the highs of that external praise, it was nice if people said something. I would say thank you and acknowledge, but it didn't make me want to do it more. It didn't make me feel any more important or better as a human. And then on the flip side, what that also did was I stopped beating myself up. I stopped getting down on myself for being injured, and I started really paying more attention to what my body really needed and that I needed rest. And I would come back from vacation or trips from work. I'd take three or four days off, and I'd need a vacation for my vacation because I was more exhausted from what (laughs) I did for the last three days. And I realized I was going to really burn myself out. So when I found that, that uh, metaphor, that teaching, it really resonated, and it still does. I still say that almost every single day of my life. That is beautiful. It's empowering, and I feel your centeredness. I feel your confidence and your peace. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what you'll pick up from Jill Wheeler when you go out with her. You're on a uh, 
hiking expedition or biking. Your WellFit Institute, which we congratulate you on building all by yourself and expanding, it's tremendous. Your WellFit Institute takes people hiking, biking, offers yoga, personal life, coaching, as well as therapy. And this is your fabulous business. How did this come about? And what makes your WellFit Institute unique from other self-development organizations? Oh, great question. So, uh, again, this, the, the blend of um, adventure therapy and traditional psychotherapy was a natural fit for me. I don't do well sitting in an office all day, every day. So I've really been able to um, really organically integrate the practice of yoga and physical adventure and outdoor adventure uh, in the empowerment work I do with my individuals and groups. So it's a little bit different from traditional psychotherapy where you don't tend to see your therapist outside of the office. In fact, in, in traditional senses, it might even be awkward to see your therapist have a life. And I remember when I first was a psychotherapist, I worked in Denver and I lived in Boulder, two different cities, about 30, 40 minutes apart because I never, I started running into my clients when I worked at the uh, shelter for abused women and I didn't want to run into my clients because invariably they were with the abusive partners. And I surely had an opinion about that. So I started to really separate my life. So I would work in Denver and I lived in Boulder, two different worlds. And as I matured and over the last 10 years, what I realized is I am the gift. I am the package in a lot of ways. And I am the inspiration for people to live in more passionately in ways that um, feed their, their whole sense of self. And so um, when I have a client, they might actually go to a board yoga class. And they have been on my uh, adventures in the Everglades. And some of my clients come to my women's group and some see me in individual sessions. And there's less of a stigma around the work I do because it's more proactive and um, empowering as opposed to, um, you know, taking something broken. I don't believe people are broken. I believe people at the core are resilient, just like nature. Beautiful message, Jill, and I honor you with that very powerful, loving, compassionate message. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to listen to that little piece again when you listen to the show over and over. I know I will. Jill, no one is doing what you are doing in terms of psychotherapy and connecting that with nature, as far as you know. Is that correct? There's, um, you know, I've had some, I don't know if I could say mentors. I don't have anybody specifically doing what I'm doing. Um, probably because there's nobody crazy enough and, and and sleepless enough at times. I really, I mean, truly, some days I work. I, I, I have to be honest. I woke up at 4 in the morning. I set my alarm for 4 in the morning before my 6.30 class and then my three clients after that. So I had been up for two hours before, two and a half hours before I taught at 6.30 in the morning. And I had three individual clients, one meditation, two therapy clients, and then another one this afternoon, and then two women's groups tonight. Oh, and I won't be done until 8.30 this evening, and I can't oh. think of a better way to spend my day. So I've been able to inspire 10 yogis this morning teaching, mm-hmm. and then at 6.30 in the morning, and then I did a meditation teaching, and then I saw individual clients, 
and then I get to see another individual, and then I get to really empower in the individuals I facilitate in these women's groups, two of them, two different ones. Some of these groups have been going on for two years. So these women become mentors to one another. So it's just wow. an incredibly invigorating, inspiring way to spend my day. And this is my job. This is what I created. So is there anybody doing it? There are people that are doing similar things, but it's a pretty unique blend. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to get in touch with Jill Wheeler. You heard of her day, and I am extremely impressed with her stamina, with her energy. But more important than that, her passion, and she loves what she does. You can contact Jill at her website is at wellfitness. Oh, excuse me, wellfitinstitute.com, wellfitinstitute.com. We'll repeat that later on in the show, and we'll give you her email. Owning your own successful business, Jill, allows for generous travel, adventure, and uh, time with your family in the summer, and the choice of clients, as you just talked about, your day, your typical day. I guess that's your typical day. What do you attribute your success to, Jill? Ah, well, I think success is truly loving what what I do. So I say for me, and I, I would hope that for others as well, um, is I truly love what I do. Um, success also for me would be balancing and empowering and inspiring my kids as well. There were mm-hmm. times, I have to be honest, when I first started three years ago, that my kids were feeling like, it wasn't balanced, and I've heard I heard it. But what I love, what success for me is, is I can receive that feedback from my children. Um, again, going back to to my favorite quote: um, "Just as a solid rock is unshaken by the wind, so are the wise unshaken by praise nor blame." I truly believe that I'm an open heart, and I will listen to what people need. So that success for me is really meeting people where they're at and being of service. And I feel. Oh, okay fortunate that I can make money doing what I love because then I can give back even more. Oh, you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Jill loves what she does. It shows up in her work. She attracts business, and she likes to give back. And as we've talked about in Wealthy Thoughts over and over, what you give out to the universe comes back to you tenfold. Do you agree with that, Jill? Oh, my gosh. I love that. I'm, I'm in complete alignment with that, Richard. That's great. Thank you, Jill. Jill, do you visualize your goals? Um, a goal? Any goal? Yeah, you know, I I do. I have to be honest with you. I didn't always. I was always more of on the organic, sort of spontaneous side of things. Again, coming back to balance, we talk about that metaphor uh, that I've spoken now a couple times. Coming back into the middle ground. The Buddhist way talks about the middle path a lot, and I wasn't always in that middle path. I was like, oh, spontaneous and always keeping things open because I don't want to say no to anything, and what if I miss something? I used to call it FOMO, fear of missing out. (laughs) And now what I'm finding is, um, I don't know if you've heard of the brand Lululemon Athletica. It's a clothing brand. (laughs) I'm an ambassador for that company, and we talk a lot about goals. So it took me eight months to commit to a 10-year vision, 10-year, 5-year, and 1-year goals, and it really, I took my time. It was something that I was a little bit adverse to at first, and I spent eight months doing it last year, and 
lo and behold, my goals are flying at me. I'm just achieving them left and right Aww. because I'm manifesting them because they're clear. So I'm now a firm believer in goals. But I'm a new uh me to that. I'm a new, um, uh, you know, person. I'm a new person and, and a new enrollee. I didn't always do that. You didn't always do that. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, pick up on a couple comments. Jill is visualizing her goals, and they're coming to her. And we hug you, and we congratulate you on your success. We admire you. And what else did Jill say? They're clear. We always talk about in Wealthy Thoughts, be sure your goals are clear to you because that's the only way the universe can manifest them. Obviously, Jill is very crystal clear with her goals they're coming one after the other to her you can feel her enthusiasm can't you ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back with jill wheeler and we're going to talk about some of the fun trips she's taken and you can take part in them also and jill will tell you how you can get connected and hook up with her and really let your life expand like hers has in a most beautiful way. I'm Richard Levy with Jill Wheeler, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts at the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 96362. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts as we talk to Jill Wheeler successful entrepreneur, beautiful woman, motivated woman, and she's out to motivate you to a full, a fulfilled life of success, happiness, and her hope is that you follow your passion and she'll coach you to follow your passion like she has, and that is what has brought her so much 
success. Jill, how can our listeners find you? What's your web address, please? My web address is wellfitinstitute.com. One word, W-E-L-L, F, as in Frank, I-T-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E.com, Wellfit Institute. Okay. All right. They can go to your website, and from there, they can send you emails. We're going to give them in just a moment your exact email address, but look at Jill's website, and you will get all the information, information you need about her, about Jill, her background, and her trips. So you and, try, and, and Richard, also, and, and Kurt, I'd encourage you guys to find me on the social media as well, because we do so much interactive and up-to-date um, photos and postings and daily inspirations and it's a really fun way to grow the community and people are connecting with one another and seeing what we do on a daily basis and that's facebook.com slash wellfit institute and you can find me on twitter and instagram at wellfit jill one word Okay, and we'll, ladies and gentlemen, if you missed that, we'll have Jill repeat that. But keep in mind, not only her website, wellfitinstitute.com, but through social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And she'll repeat that for you in case you missed that. Jill, you travel with groups and have outdoor activities. We've been talking about the outdoor for the majority of the hour. And these trips themselves are kept at a great price at this point. They're not your only or your sole source of income, and that is the fun part of it. How do people join you on the trips, and can you tell them very briefly what they'll get when they join you on a venture, whether it's to Costa Rica or to the Rocky Mountains of the United States or Mexico or wherever? Well, first of all, you get a lot of fun, (laughs) and you get really personal connections. Um, with me and the work I do. So we have a great time. Try new things. Definitely stretch the comfort zones through new sport and physical activity, fitness, yoga. But the magic really occurs in the community and the women that's created, um, and the women that go on these trips. There's a real yearning for connection, um, fun, and support, supporting one another to try new things and break through any limiting beliefs. Um, I have had all of my trips have been really successful, and a big part of that is I interview everybody before they go on the trip. So I'm really, as, as you mentioned, I, I keep the costs affordable because I really want this to be accessible for people. Um, I've, I've scouted every place I've gone. And I have a personal connection and a safe uh, safety measures taken into consideration in these locations because we are doing at times extreme sports like kiteboarding. Um, mm-hmm. But I've also had some women come on my kiteboarding trips and not kiteboard. They want to come for the camaraderie, for the yoga, for the daily, um, the daily other adventures. And we, they just don't do the kiteboarding. And that's fine, too, because kiteboarding is definitely um, a pretty – specific skill. So I'm really flexible in that way. The main thing is that people need to come ready to challenge themselves, 
learn something new and support other women. And that's a big part of my process of interviewing and getting to know the motivations and the interests of each individual person on the trip. And I do custom trips as well. So I've done full-day and multi-day corporate retreats, which include men and women. But that would be specifically... Um, yeah, uh, arranged by a specific person. So I meet the needs of the clients by understanding what exactly their goals are, and it really helps create um, a, an awesome foundation for fun, adventure, learning. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel the, the sense of adventure, the passion, the excitement, and ladies, Women, regardless of your age, wherever you are in life, whether you're a multi-billionaire, multi-billionaire, or a woman who has come from a very challenged background, everybody can get something out of this. Everybody can grow from this. Contact Jill Weaver, and she will take you on the trip of a lifetime. Jill, you mentioned you're obviously a psychotherapist. Do you offer therapy over Skype? I do. I currently um, have clients as far as England and Germany. I do private meditation, individual meditation sessions, as well as coaching and and goal sessions, as well as psychotherapy. So it really is amazing. I've actually been able to meet some of my clients in person, too, who have traveled. So I've sometimes started with clients individually, and they've moved and continued the process say, while they're in college or if they've moved out of the state or out of the country. So um, either way, it's really, I'm so blessed that this day and age with technology that we can create mm-hmm. a connection that doesn't have to be in one place. So and sometimes you, right, when I've traveled, wait, I was, when I've, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Jill, sometimes please. when oh. I've actually traveled, I've been able to work remotely with my regular clients as well. That is the handy thing about, like you said, the technology. So, you, ladies and gentlemen, whether you're in the United States, Europe, Asia, South America, wherever, you can get a hold of Jill Wheeler through the Skype. Would you briefly share with our audience about the Well-Fit Girls Challenge, please? I would love to. This is my passion project of many years, I would say 20 years of leading groups and practicing psychotherapy over the last 15 years, culminating in this project that I created called um, the Welfare Expedition. I'm partnering with Peaks Foundation, which is an, a nonprofit organization, and it's a five-month program, a curriculum of leadership and empowerment, including fitness and yoga that I've created, and we're making a full-length documentary following 11 teenage girls from Southwest Florida, and we're taking them to Peru at the end of May to meet up with Peruvian girls in a small village. We're going to um, offer service and support in that community of these girls in Peru, and then all of the girls are going to trek to Machu Picchu, one of the seven wonders of the world, together, all to be captured in a full-length documentary to inspire other girls around the world to reach for any goal and transform and empower their lives. You are my hero, and I say that sincerely, and I honor you, Jill. I am so touched. Would you please keep me up to date on how that goes, because that sounds so exciting. Jill, this hour has gone by so fast. Thank you so much for being with us today. We've enjoyed every 
bit of it. Folks, if you want to contact Jill, write Jill. It's Jill, J-I-L-L, at wellfitinstitute.com. Thank you so very much, Jill. You've been fabulous. I am touched by every all the good things you're doing. So on behalf of all of our listeners, thank you so very much. And Jill, I'm going to send you a signed copy of my book as a token of my appreciation to you for being an outstanding and exciting guest today on Wealthy Thoughts. I'm honored. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I love what you're doing, Richard. Keep it up. You are an inspiration. Oh, I'm touched. Thank you so very much, Jill. I know our audience joins me in sending you thoughts of more success, wealth, expansion, and prosperity. Ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to advertise in Wealthy Thoughts, please see my website, thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com. You can receive our free prosperity email, no obligation, also at thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com. We're on Facebook, just like Jill is, at facebook.com slash thoughtsmakeyouwealthy. I sincerely thank you and hope you tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 o'clock Eastern, for another presentation of Wealthy Thoughts. Dear friends, be good to yourself, love and appreciate yourself, and good things will come to you. Jill has proven that. This is Richard Levy saying so long from Chicago. Bye-bye. Thank you for inviting positive success into your life this week on Wealthy Thoughts. Please join host Richard Levy again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this week, think of something positive you can do to bring success to yourself and others. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.